actually sobrang daming nag PPM sa akin about their struggles right now and uh, as much as possible syempre gusto ko rin na makapag one-on-one coaching with them through through PM or through Zoom call pero uh mga para mag-isa lang ako no kaya that that's why meron tayong mga ganitong session para kahit papaano uh, imagine this kapanalig as a classroom diba na or panel I don't know panel session na kahit papaano ma-address namin yung mga concerns nyo yung mga challenges nyo right now. So, uh, we are looking for the word relevant right now. So, ano yung mga relevant challenges na kinakaharap during this crisis sa trading, sa personal life, sa business, or, or kung saan man. Pero tonight, I want to focus on, ano, on, on trading challenges. Kasi kayo, when I asked you guys, sabi nyo, uh, merong merong kayong mga ano no, merong mga concerns yung mga audiences nyo and yung mga students nyo right now and uh, sige, let's start with ano, ano ba yung kaninang napag-usap na na mention natin about sa sa about chat sa, ano sa chat natin oh, sa chat room natin ano, sabi ito mga burning challenges to Brad, oh, yung, yung yung okay la ba mag mag share hmm. Can you uh, uh, pwede, pwede po ba sir magano magano magsalita? <laughs> Try mo na. <laughs> Try mo na Brad. De um na share ko nga sa group no. So kumbaga para one of the challenges na kinakaharapan ng mga mga nakausap ko sa ano through PM is um parang right now yung market hindi hindi optimal or wala masyadong magandang setups na dumalabas. So kumbaga How can you ano yung strategy na pwedeng gawin kapag yung setup na gusto mo ay hindi lumalabas? Parang yun yung challenge. Eh. Parang like kanina mayroong session yung yung isa kong yung sa class ko. Parang kumbaga merong meron sila mga trades na hindi naman talaga dapat nila tinitrade pero tinitrade nila kasi wala sila makitang ibang setup. So kumbaga yung challenge right now is ano gagawin ko pag wala yung setup na gusto ko? Should I still should I force the trade or should I just paper trade parang ganoon? Very relevant 'yon. Very relevant kasi ibang market cycle ngayon ano. Okay, sige. Let's open the floor to some ano no inputs. Ano sinabi mo doon, Brad? Yeah, sige. Um, sige. Ang, ang sinabi ko lang is basically um syempre una sa lahat. Um Number one rule kasi natin, uh, number one rule natin sa trading is dapat you should not trade setups that you don't understand. That's number one. So kung baga parang ang ano ko dyan is if you're forcing a trade or a trade setup na hindi mo talaga niche or wala kang experience or idea on how to trade it, why force the trade? Kasi kapag pinilit mo, talo pa ang kaharapan mo. Ang pwedeng alternative dyan is you can just paper trade it para meron kang data on that specific setup. Para whether you win or you lose, there is always a lesson na pwede mong ibaon. So, yun lang yung, ano, yun lang yung advice na binigay ko sa, sa, sa nakausap ko ngayon. Ano sabi niya? Okay. <laughs> Madaling kausap. Madaling kausap, Brad. Madaling kausap. Pero pero yun nga ay naintindihan ko kasi yung challenge siya kasi syempre um, ang ano kasi dito is parang if you're a participant sa stock market okay if you're a participant sa stock market 
alam natin na ang main objective natin sa stock market ay hindi magpasikat. Ang main objective natin is to make money. So, kung maga parang that, that, that person I'm talking to, pressured siya kumita ng pera. So, parang parang I get, get, I get the point of you you hustling and grinding na parang kahit na pilit na setup, I have to still trade. Kasi kapag hindi ako nag-trade, wala akong kikitain. Pero ang sinabi ko sa kanya, advice ko sa kanya is, look at the other side of the coin. Kung parang duality, Brad, yung lagi mo sinasabi duality. Na hindi mo kabisado yung trade, uh, tapos trade mo. So, kung hindi mo kabisado yung trade, tapos trade mo, anong, anong, anong outcome ang ina-expect mo? Diba? Alam natin ang outcome na kakalabasan dyan is talo. So, why force it? Yun lang yung ano ko sa kanya. Yun lang yung advice na binigay ko sa kanya. So, kung parang wait for a setup to manifest that is favorable to you. Good. Good. How about kayo guys? Meron ba kayo additional input doon? Yeah. Uh, to add lang, I mean, I agree doon sa sinabi ni Irvs. If walang trade setup na pasok sa parameters mo or that fits your style, your strength, then don't trade. And one of the hardest part of trading is waiting. Na, eto na yung challenge na yun. Kung walang nagpapakita sa'yo na ano, um, I mean, core strength mo to trade or set up, then don't trade. Just wait. Kasi if you do, um, the chances are na you end up gaining or losing dun sa trade. Malamang losing has a higher probability than gaining kasi, again, it doesn't fit your niche. Wala sa setup mo. Perhaps, kulang pa yung experience mo. You're totally new sa mga lumalabas na setups. And then, oo, may mga nagrarally and you get uh, naakit ka sa mga ganong rally. And you know, parang ano, may feeling ka ng FOMO kasi dapat na-trade ko kasi, kasi nag-rally itong stock na to. May mga ganong feeling. So, those are the things na you need to be careful about. Kasi, if you act on those kinds of feelings na trading uh, or thoughts na you want to trade these setups kahit hindi mo siya forte, then be prepared for the consequence. You might lose a lot kapag dire-diretso mo siyang in-rail. Unless na I mean, yung, you can counteract that by just waiting. And then, pag medyo okay na yung market, or when you see a setup that you saw multiple times in the past, may hard data ka na, na you've traded it multiple times and gained, then ayun, that's the time that you trade. Pero if uh, kulang pa yung data mo niya, paper trade, or just wait. Kasi marami pang pwedeng gawin, hindi lang puro action, puro buy-bye, puro sell. Marami ka pang pwedeng gawin to strengthen yourself para when that time comes na lumabas yung uh, premium setup mo, eh, again, net gain ka for that month, for that year. So, yun lang. Uh, okay. That's good. Ikaw, Lansling, meron ko mo masasabi dun, Brad? By the way, dun sa mga ano, no, ito, meron tayong mga kapanaligs dito na mga sinasabi nila, trading is waiting, trade when ready, uh, for waiting is part of execution. Uh, yun, meron mayroon tayong mga nakaka-relate dito ng mga, ano, sabi ni Sir DJ Langit, no, experience, no, trade, very, ano, pare ah, very active ang mga SSF, ah. Oh, oh, so, ayun, uh, marami sila, meron dito mga, ano, pero actually, diniscuss ko to during nung, ano, nung, uh, 
discuss ko to during RTC, the last one na we did live, I think it was January or February. Yung sa Banawi, Doon do sa Banawi to prepare yung mga RTC students doon sa mga sa mga mangyayari which actually happened uh nung after ko i-discuss kasi nga it's about to ano eh the bubble is about to pop. It's about to to crash yung market. And then buti naman kung nakinig sa akin yung mga RTC students during that time nakapag-prepare sila during nung crash. Pero let's go with Lansing. Meron ka bang input Lansing? Actually nasabi na nila lahat pero yun nga I agree with them. It's somewhat you'll be forming kasi a bad habit when you're going to trade something na you're not really familiar with and you're going to force yourself in on executing that. Yes, there's a possibility nga na manalo ka but yun nga it will eventually that will pile up eh. and in the long run if you keep on doing that makakaranas ka rin ng malaking loss. Pero um I think one side of the coin yung tinackle nila were in um they'll uh, you wait for the setup na niche na niche mo or mastery mo. Kasi um naniniwala ako sa adaptability. Kumbaga kasi let's say um I think katulad nung I had this session a while ago with regards to mastery. Um sabi niya yung mga setups niya ngayon, yung mga go-to setups niya, wala. Wala talaga nagpapakita. Puro sa uptrend. Puro na lang downtrend yung mga gumagalaw. So, ang sabi ko sa kanya, then, why why stop dun sa alam mo? Um, you, if you can see that, uh, you can, you, if you can learn from what is the current situation right now, which is yung mga downtrend plays, Kasi meron namang mga mga traders who were who started out on a bear market. There are traders who started out in a bull market. I think ikaw kap, diba, nag-start ka sa uh, bear market. So mm-hmm. there will be setups that are available talaga in the in a particular market sentiment. Yun lang whether or not you are master uh, master mo siya or hindi. Now, kung hindi mo man siya master, that's the time na talagang you have to um, learn rather than wait for your setup. Kasi magiging idol lang tayo. That way, um, whenever bumalik ulit tayo sa ganitong situation, let's say uptrend na ulit, right? May niche na ulit tayo, nagagamit na ulit natin yung setups na ginagamit natin. And let's say eventually nag-downtrend ulit, you know, nag-bear market ulit. At least, you are able to adapt to the current market situation ulit. Hindi yung nakatenga lang ulit tayo, ah, naka, nagpapalaki na itlog, gano, na inaantay muna yung bull market ulit. So, yun lang naman. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Actually, medyo nandun din naka naka ano eh, naka lean towards yung sagot ko. Pares kami ni Lansling. Nandun ako sa ano, sa uncomfort zone na part. So, ito yung nung when, when I discussed this sa uh, Road to Consistency Workshop. Uh, well, nandun yung option mo. Of course, the easiest option is to stay in your comfort zone. Wait for your setup. Tiis-tiis. Diba? Matutong bumaluktot habang malitang, mat, ma, maikli ang kumot. Or you can choose to adapt. Diba? Adapt or die. Kasi merong dalawang klase ng... Uh, when, when talking about yung levels ng mga traders, uh, ito, dinidiscuss ko to sa mga workshops ko yun sa P4P. Ano? Ang pinakuunang level is yung wannabe. Next level is yung pro. Next level is yung consistently profitable trader. And uh, the difference between a consistently profitable trader 
and a pro is that yung pro is a specialist. Trading for a living, meron siyang specialty. Meron siyang niche. That's a pro. Now, the problem with pros is that sa, meron, dahil meron siyang specialty, nandun nakatutok yung majority ng time niya and lahat. Super, uh, parang high performer siya, no? Now, pagka nagbago na yung market, nagbago yung ihip ng market, which happens, di ba? Uh, al- alam naman na natin yun, di ba? Na ano, mangyayari't-mangyayari talaga yun. Ngumanga nga yung mga pros, yung mga merong niche. Ay, hindi na nagpapakita yung niche ko. Bakit ganun? Doon magaling ang consistently profitable trader. The reason kung bakit siya consistent is because he's able to adapt to the ever-changing world that is the market. So, matindi yung na-observe niya kung ano yung nangyayari and nakakagawa na siya ng action plans uh, ahead of the others. And ay, teka, baguhin kung whether pro, being proactive or maging reactive siya, nakikita niyang nagbabago na yung ihip ng hangin. Ay, uh, maaraw kahapon, ngayon umuulan na, anong gagawin ko? So, parang ganun. Pero, let's say, nandun ka sa part na wala ka pang kaalam-alam dun sa cycle. Well, by the way, I want to ano no, I want to to disagree dun sa mga nagsasabing downtrend tayo totally. Yeah, the entire market cycle, the entire the, the bigger picture is on a downtrend, pero kung mapapansin niyo 2 months na tayong uptrend. Okay, meron tayong mini uptrend ngayon. So do not say na wala mga uptrend setups dahil napakaraming breakout setups ako nakikita every single day. Okay, baka masyado kang nakatingin dun sa macro na namimiss mo yung micro pers- yung mga mini uptrends na nangyayari. Okay, kasi nag-bottom tayo. Kailan ba tayo nag-bottom, Brad? March. March 18. March, oh, March, March 18. tayo nag-bottom. Uh, end of y- March yun. Yung bottom of the bottom, ha? Yung, yung kung saan yung nagkaroon na ano. About March 19. Two months. Two months. Two months na tayong in an uptrend. Two months nang nagkikreate ng higher highs and higher lows. So please do not say na walang wala yung setup mo, di ba? Depende kasi sa time frame na tinitingnan mo. Baka ang tinitingnan mo is one year time frame, talagang downtrend yun. Pero kung titingnan mo yung two months time frame natin, merong higher lows and higher highs. So wag kang wag kang ano, umiyak diyan at sabihin mo na eh hindi lumalabas yung setup ko. Regardless kung meron tayong uptrend or tuloy-tuloy tayong downtrend, One of your one of your duties as a trader para matawag kang trader is to adapt. Yeah, I know. Napalaki kong sinasabi, I don't know, 2 years ago, 3 years ago, 5 years ago. 'Di ba? Na find your niche, find your niche, find your niche. Wala isa ako sa may kasalanan noon na ano. So ngayon, syempre hindi ko pwedeng isubo agad yung you have to adapt. Hindi pwedeng isa lang yung niche mo. Hindi pwedeng dalawa. Hindi ko pwedeng isubo yon years ago. Dahil hindi magigits ng mga tao. And after siguro mga ilang years kung na puro na ako find your niche, find your niche, find your niche. Yung mga students ko na naging mentors na, puro na sila find your niche, find your niche. And there are programs actually na create just to find a niche. Na parang ganun. So that's that's why dun ko nalaman na parang, teka mukhang nandun na talaga yung, yung pinakatema ng mga ano. So ngayon, nandito na ako sa introducing yung higher level nung yung 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 consistently yung CPT yung consistently profitable trader that you have to adapt. 'Di ba sabi nga nila it's not the strongest na nakaka-survive. 'Di ba? It's the ano yun? It's not the strongest of the species. 
but it's survival of the fittest. Fittest doesn't mean you are the strongest. Magkaiba yun. So, strongest, high performer ka, meron kang niche, kapag ka-uptrend, talagang bubong ka ka 200%, 400%, Strong. Diba? Pero, yung fittest, kaya mo mag-fit? Yun yung consistently profitable trader. So, isang way para ma-fast track or ma-speed up yung process is of course to leverage. And one of the ways on how you can leverage is to find your guide. Find who's been there and who's doing it right now. So, find a trading coach. Find a mentor. Dahil kung mag-isa ka lang, mahihirapan nga talaga. Mas madali yung coach, na-trade mo na to. Di ba meron ka mga setups dito? Ituro mo naman sa akin yan. Kaysa yung ikaw yung mag-isang mag-o-observe, hindi mo alam. Di ba? Ang rule lang naman is you have to know what you are doing. Sa Tagalog, alam mo dapat ginagawa mo. Kung hindi mo alam yung ginagawa mo, maghanap ka ng tao na alam niya kung anong ginagawa niya at leverage on that strength, on his knowledge and experience. Ako, isa yun sa mga formula ko sa buhay. Di ba? Bakit, bakit ako mga ngapa? Masarap mga pa dahil nandun yung pride na parang ako yung nag-ano nito. Ako yung nag-start nito from scratch pero matagal. Eh, speed is the name of the game ngayon. Magugutom ka kapag ka hindi ka kumikita. So, you have to adapt and one way to do that is to leverage. Kunin mo yung 5 years, 10 years of experience nung isang mentor and then ipaturo mo. And then make sure na merong accountability. Make sure that you guys have an agreement na coach, okay lang ba? Kasi hindi ko pa to alam bago sa akin to. Okay lang ba na bantayan mo ko kahit papano dito? Ipacheck ko sa iyo yung ano ko. So, dun papasok yung immediate feedback. Kasi yun yung wala minsan sa ano sa yung kung mag-isa ka lang dun sa journey yung yung ibang perspective diba and sometimes ang tagal ng feedback system pag meron kang coach pwedeng trinade mo ngayon ipinakita mo sa kanya mamayang gabi sasabihin niya agad uy wag teka lang napataas yung yung size mo diyan or mali yung entry mo ayun yung leverage so that's that's my formula for you right now. Mahirapan ka talagang abutin yung 5,000 hours, 10,000 hours. Kasi, sabi nga ni Warren Buffett, di ba, you cannot produce nine babies. Ano yun? Nine babies in in one month. Parang ganun yung quote niya eh. Or, di ba, you have to wait. Pero you can leverage. You can leverage from the experience of someone who has been there and who's doing it right now. So, parang yung pinunod natin kay John Maxwell, di ba? Magkaiba yung been there than that and yung been there and doing it. Yung nag-walk the talk ngayon. So, ayun, ano? Pucha, merong, merong form, ah. Mag-add lang back to adaptability. Focus tayo doon. Kaya very important din that your system has to be strong enough that you can trade uptrend, downtrend, and sideways. Kasi there are certain ways on how to trade it. Para hindi ka lang yung on a certain trend. Fine. Perhaps, um, 90% of traders, madali talaga kumina kapag uptrend. Pero, when shit goes down, katulad ng nangyari recently, 
need to have setups that you can trade, that you can profit kapag babagsak yung market or kapag uh, nagka-transition. Like ngayon, nagka-transition yung market ngayon. Diba? So, ayun lang. Para hindi ka lang stuck on a... Uh, hindi, hindi lang stuck yung system mo sa isang market trend. I think that's very important. So, kailangan meron kang um, mga setups or you have premium, you have high confidence na kumita kapag uptrend, downtrend, or sideways. Siyempre, hindi naman all the time, pero once you see it on this specific trend, you can trade it. Tama. At yeah. least one, ano? Oh, at least, at least one. one siguro dun sa tatlo. Na, ano, tapos, hirap kasi actually yung mga tao during downtrends kasi kailangan nila magbenta. Doon sila nahihirapan sa selling part. Diba? Uh, sa downtrends kasi quick yung mga place eh. Kasi nandun yung mga bounce, nandun yung mga after a few days biglang mahihit na agad yung resistance and then you have to sell. Kasi magkocontinue yung downtrend. And dun dun challenge yung iba. Sa uptrend, when, the, when the market is in an uptrend kasi, meron kang buy and hold. Maganda yung buy and hold na ano. Sa downtrend market, or downtrend set setups wala yung buy and hold na strategy you have to sell and that's that uh doon nahihirapan yung mga tao doon sa selling na part di ba parang oy 3 days pa lang 3 days ko pa lang hawak to ah bibenta ko na agad oo kailangan mo ibenta dahil bukas mababa na yan okay so doon nandoon yung nandoon yung nandoon yung resistance so kapag ka hindi ka momentum trader or swing trader mahihirapan ka sa downtrend if more on trend follower ka but then again it's ev- everything is scalable ano. Pwede ka naman mag-trend follower uh, kahit na alam mo mas maliit yung mas maliit yung time frame mo. Whether uh, ano minute charts or or intraday may trend following pa rin naman doon. So kung talagang ano hanapan mo ng paraan pero yeah, you have to sell. Kapag ka nasa downtrend tayo, you have to sell your positions. Hindi mo siya pwedeng i-hold ng matagal and wait and kumaga parang in a downtrend gamitin mo yung downtrend execution strategies ba kailangan maging congruent ka doon dahil hindi mo pwedeng gamitin yung uptrend strategies in a downtrend magkakaroon ng conflict at magugulat ka na ang daming na walang profits so yun yung ano ano? Mar- marami ring traders na nahihirapan mag-shift. Mag-shift ng expectations, mag-shift ng mindset. Nasanay sa, nangyari, nasanay sila sa rally. And they'll incorporate that same mindset kapag sideways or or downtrend. Kaya isa pa yun, kaya medyo sometimes mismatch or talagang kinukuha ni market yung profits from the trader na kapag kumita siya during uptrend. Hindi na ma-manage ng gusto yung expectations ng trader. Medyo mabagal yung shift. Sige. Mentally. Sige, doon tayo pwede tayong mag-focus diyan. Ano ba yung mga mag ano ba yung mga mindsets doon sa tatlong tatlong ano, tatlong trends na yon. Let's say uptrend. What's what's the what's the mindset in an uptrend? Bukod doon sa nasabi ko kanina na yeah, buy and hold, just ride the trend. Aggressive. So, yeah, so uh, what do you mean by aggressive, Carl? Mm, parang kasi ang napapansin ko sa momentum Saglit lang din yung mga consolidations. Mm-hmm. Whenever you buy on breakouts, you'll expect, let's say, two to three that uh, pinak- mahaba na, one week uh, consolidation on uptrend. Eh. Then, 
um, tsaka siya magkakaroon ng new highs. Unlike kapag bull market, whenever we, we, we trade bull markets naman, um, baliktad naman, baliktad na approach naman. Ano? <laughs> ano? Putigil? Ano? Ano ba? Ano ba yung... Be- well, well, you mean bear markets? Ano, ano ba? Kapag bear market pala, sorry. Di ba pag, pag bull market kasi usually consolidations are so- shorter, breakouts are more frequent. Bull markets? Yes. Kapag okay. be- bear- pag bearish mar- market naman, kabaliktaran, mas madalas yung mga... Um, uh, whenever breakouts occur, there, uh, mas madalas yung mga weakness. Consolidations are longer because there is... Um, ang tawag doon? Uh, hindi indefinite yung decision. Indecisive pala. Indecisive yung decision making ng mga tao. Okay. So, an- ay, ano yung mindset? Ano, ano, what's the mindset? Uh, be aggressive sa ano entries? Position size? Saan? Sa entries. Everything? Ako, when it comes kasi to, to positions, position size, um, consistent ako when it comes to my um, allocation. Hindi ako yung kahit kahit na niche ko mag 70 80% ako very ano ako eh parang longevity yung approach ko eh kasi okay I so paano ka mas magiging aggressive ever uh, I, I believe kasi na kahit na um kahit na malaki yung probability na setup there will be that percentage wherein it will go the other way so you need to need to pre- prepare yourself with that eh okay so ano nga yung mindset Carl sa trend Mahaba. <laughs> Mahaba putik yan. Uma, ano brad, sumasa nga eh. Parang meron isang sumanga or ano. Be aggressive sa entry. So in other words, parang uh, hindi ka okay lang kahit hindi ka masyadong maging picky. Parang ganon. Dadami hmm, yung ano mo. Dadami yung let's say pwede na for you. Ayun. Yes. Okay. So Yon, o, di ba? Ako ka pwede magdirigdag. O, sige, sige. Nangongolect ito. So, guys, dyan sa mga nanonood sa bahay, ito, uh, mindset in an uptrend. Ayan ang pinapag-usapan natin ngayon. So, write this down, yung mga inputs, itong mga mentors na to. O, go. So, yung, yung sa, yung sa, yung sa, no, um, taman, I mean, just to add lang doon sa sinabi ni Carl, no, about uh, being aggressive, no. So, para sa akin kasi, um, when I started, when I started becoming a, yung naging full-time trader ako, um, sobrang swerte yun. That, that was the time na bull market yung ano, that was around 2016, 2017. So, ang napansin ko, looking back, most of my home run trades were, ano, yung mga all-time high breakouts, multi high breakouts. So, kumbaga parang, when the market is doing a bull, bull rally, yung mga stocks na pwede magbigay sa iyo ng malaking magnitude of effect, sobrang dami. Kumbaga every month laging meron. Every two, every sabihin every 4 weeks merong 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 ganong setup. So kapag nakita mo yung ganong setup, pwede pwede ka maging sobrang aggressive in a way na parang ano, um kitain mo na pwede mong kitain sa isang buwan na pwede mong kitain in one year, something like that. So you have to be very aggressive when it comes to bull market. So syempre, looking at the other side of the coin, kapag kapag bear market naman kasi di ba sa bull market um, all time high multi high breakout so kumbaga resistance is pinamani so ang kapag bilikad natin yung kapag bear market ano minamani teka teka wag ka muna pumunta sa bear market ay sige sige sa uptrend muna tayo so ano yung okay. mindset aggressive you have to be aggressive na kapag makita mo yung 
Kasi dito sa bull market, sobrang lumalabas yung super premium setup na can't miss. Can't miss opportunities to make you money. Nakapagmakita so, may setup. Kang, saan kang magiging aggressive, pre? Nabagit kanina ni Carl na ag- aggressive sa when it comes to yung sa watchlist niya, sa trading universe. Hmm. Diba dati, pag, bear, uh, pag ano, on a normal ano market, sabi natin ang trading universe mo na mga yung, when i say guys when i say trading university yung list ng stocks na tinitrade mo so na ewan ko nakita mo na yung DNA nito medyo medyo familiar ka na sa galaw nila so like for example sa akin third liners and then gumawa ako ng mga dinis nagdisqualify ako doon ayoko to ayoko to si stock na to ito ipapasok ko to si stock na to do sa trading universe ko and let's say meron akong uh, 100 or ay sorry mga 70 doon sa trading universe and then kapag uh, bull market, ang sinabi ni Carl is maging aggressive. So yung 70 ko is I will increase it to 100 to 120, parang ganun. So paparamihin ko yung mga nandoon sa trading universe ko. In other words, hindi ako magiging picky. So maganda yung sinabi ni Carl. ba kasi kumbaga parang halos pataas lahat eh. So yung sayo, sabi niya aggressive ka doon. Ay, aggressive siya doon. So, yung sa'yo, ano yung sinasabi mong aggressive? Aggressive ka sa, aggressive ka sa portfolio allocation. Doon sa setup na gusto mong puruhan. Okay. So, how will you do that? 50, ano, uh, conviction entries. So, position size. Position size. Kasi pre, baka ma-misinterpret tayo ng mga ng mga kapanaligs when when we use the word aggressive eh. Kasi baka isipin nila, ah, aggressive, sige, bilhin ko yung isang daang stocks. Ah, okay, ba, okay. Lahat, lahat to yes, nag, yes, yes, yes. Kunyari, yung isang isang daang stocks eh nag multi-year breakout lahat or nag ano, lahat ng yun meron siya. Doon sa portfolio niya, meron siya literal na 100 stocks doon sa portfolio niya kasi sinabi ni ni Coach Irving Chintan Trading eh lahat ng mga multi-year high, all-time high, yung mga may magnitude of effect. So yung sinasabi mo ba is be aggressive sa position size? Sa position size, yes. So, which is ayun yung hindi ginagawa ni Carl. Kasi nabagit ni Carl kanina, sabi mo, one size fits all ka, Carl, di ba? So, paano mo imimilk yung bull run? Ako? Free, Ako tinatanong mo si Carl. Si Carl, si Carl. Paano mo imimilk yung bull run, Carl, kung one size fits all ka? Frequency ng trades ako kapag, ano eh, kapag bull market because that's the, mas malaki yung probability of the setup. Setup? <coughs> set up to <laughs> sorry probability of the set up to occur <laughs> pre ang sarap na kinakain ni Carl eh yung store mo natin eh so labas pasok in other words kung baga yes. parang ayun yung trade style ko rin kasi kapit kung, kung, kung yung portfolio mo is a person dati uh, I don't know twice a week lang siya pumapasok sa work ngayon everyday ka na pumasok ha para mas marami tayong production yeah. Parang ganun ba yung sinasabi mo? Frequency. More frequent yes. trades kahit na same allocation pero more frequent. Yeah. Uh, in theory, yes. The, pro- uh, the problem uh, kasi kapag ano yung, ano uh, with port allocation let's say, you, yun nga, ang daming setups, di ba? Um, whenever you have, uh, kapag nag-port al- nag-allocate ka, let's say, 70-50%, there's a, yung, yung mga susunod na setups, there will be a tendency that <laughs> ma ano ka ma um, parang may itch may trade itch ka eh, na may, may trade itch na mangyayari so kapag 
tama lang yung allocation mo, balance lang, let's say 25-30% per trade, ganun, you're able to um, trade this other other uh, 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 your other premium setups versus sa kapag, let's say, 70% in one stock, 80% in one stock. Parang, ang dami mong maano. Uh, so, kumbaga parang, if you can't beat them, join them. Parang, kasi sinasabi mo na during during that, during an uptrend, yung kate ng trader to trade more, to trade frequent is, alam mo yun, mahihirapan kang pigilan. So, might as well, babaan mo na yung allocation mo para, sige, tirahin mo ng tirahin yung gusto mong tirahin. Parang ganun ba? For me, kasi hindi kita mapipigilan. Parang, ang sinasabi mo, Carl, parang hindi kita mapipigilan kung nagusto mong mag-trade ulit after one trade. Diba? So, sige, babaan mo na yung allocation mo and then trade whatever you want. Napasok dun sa parameters mo. Parang ganun ba yung sinasabi mo? Yes, Cap. Tsaka, ay, ang, the reason for that rin kasi, kaya uh, balance yung port allocation ko is, that's one way for me to balance out yung emotions ko when it comes to setups na mak- makikita ko kaagad. Let's say, very familiar, let's say, master ko rin yung isang part, may lumita, may, may lumita na setup na, kutsa, alam na alam ko itong setup na to. Um, parang, ang mangyayari kasi, if you keep on, if you stayed with one position, tapos nakita mo may ibang setups na gumagalaw, that emotion will pile up eh. Correct. Yung emotion mo, magpa-pile up na, oh, ang dami kong na-miss na setups na alam ko talaga. Sayang, dapat nag-allocate na lang ako ng tama dito sa ideal setup, yung, sa current position ko. That way, ma-trade ko rin yung mga iba na alam ko. Ganun. Mm, so alam ko yung problem na yan pre. Usually alam mo kung sino yung kung sino yung ano, uh, nagkakaroon ng problem na ganyan, yung mga traders na masyadong maraming alam. <laughs> de, 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 yung mga traders pre, ito kasi di ba meron tayong ano brad eh. Uh, ito parang medyo ano ko na naman to dahil uh, three to five years ago puro ko Trust the process, trust the process, trust the process. Tapos, ayun na yung nagiging bukang bibig ng karamihan, di ba? Tapos, mas nagiging process-oriented. Which is, ano, pagka sobrang process, sobra ito, I am using the word sobra, pag sobrang process-oriented ka, nawawala naman yung pagiging goal-oriented mo. So, traders, they are thinking na, bali, wala sa, uh, anong tawag dito? Bali, wala sa akin yung kita ako, trade lang ako ng trade. I'm just trusting the process. Na ano, hindi ko masyadong tinitigan yung ano. Ako pag kami mga so yung 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 dilemma na ganyan is usually na encounter ng mga traders who are fixed doon sa pagiging process oriented. So, pag merong lumalapit sa akin na ganyan na concern, ang palagi kong tanong sa kanya is ano bang goal mo as a trader? i-trade yung mga setups na madami or kumita ka by the end of the month? Diba? Mag-grow yung portfolio mo by the end of the month. Kasi, for me, when it comes to efficiency, hindi sa akin efficient yung high-frequency trader. Ito, sa context ng high-frequency trade, alam kong may HFT yung ano, diba? Yung, yung automation, blah, blah, blah. Pero ito, when I say high-frequency trader, ito yung labas-pasok. Yung let's say, in one month, meron siyang 500 trades. Labas-masok talaga siya. So, meron namang ibang trader na let's say, sampung trade lang, boom! Nahit yung kota. So, pagka may nagtatanong sa akin, ayun yung iwinabalik ko sa kanila na tanong. Ano, what's your goal as a trader? 
sasakyan lahat ng setups na nakikita mo or kumita ka doon sa mga setups ngayon. Kasi the more na mas marami kang sinasakyan, the more na mas exposed yung capital mo sa market, the more na mas exposed din yung capital mo sa human error and emotions. Isipin mo sa 500 trades, 500 times kang nag-reset. 500 times kang nagkaroon ng fear and nagkaroon ng greed na ano. Na, kasi syempre, the reason naman kung bakit ka nagbabay is because of greed eh. The reason din kung bakit ka nagsisell is because of fear. Ayun yung pinaka-driver ng ano eh. Kung bakit tayo nagkiklik. Yung iba, they are just better at managing greed and fear. Pero nakikita mo kasi natataas to. Di ba otherwise, kung nakikita mo nababagsak, bakit ka magbabay? So motivated ka by greed. Oy, tataas to. So sige, tirahin natin yan. Oy, babagsak to. Sige, ibenta na natin yan. Parang ganun. So kung 500 times kang maglabas-pasok in one month, 500 times din yung ganun. Kung nai-stress ka every labas-pasok, 500 times din lumalabas yung stress mo. So for me, yung ganung klaseng trader, hindi ko siya tinitignan as magaling na trader. Tinitignan ko siya as in- inefficient trader. Kasi ang daming maganda for him. Dahil, ewan ko, siguro yung allocation niya is 10%, 10%, 10% lang. And tinitignan niya yung trading as the more I trade, the more na mas nagbumuka akong magaling, the more na mas ini-embody ko yung pagiging trader. Which doesn't make sense sa akin. Kasi mas gusto ko yung parang, yeah, umaangat yung market, ang daming umaangat na stocks, pero po siya naka-laser sharp focus ako dito. I will just make 10 trades this month with proper allocation. So, I'm using the word proper allocation, ha? hindi big allocation. Mag, uh, sometimes kasi, in a setup or in a trade, hindi proper yung big allocation. So, hindi ako naglalaro dun sa spectrum na big and small allocation. Naglalaro ko dun sa spectrum na proper saka improper allocation. Ito, alam ni Irbs yan kasi tinuturo ko sa kanila yung mindset of duality. Di ba, Irbs? Di ba, choose your coin. So, wala ako dun sa big and small allocation. Nandun ako sa proper or improper allocation. May mga trades na ang proper allocation is big allocation. May mga trades na ang proper allocation is small allocation. So, parang ganun ko siya nilalaro. So, yun yung isang challenge dun sa mga process-oriented trust the process masyado na traders. Nawawala sa isip nila that, hey, we are in the business of making money. Anong gusto mong patunayan? Ba't labas-pasok ko ng labas-pasok sa trade? Gusto mo bang mas marami kang maipost sa social media? Nagpapaganda ka ba ng trading journal mo just like si Russell Westbrook? Diba? Nakita niyo naman kung paano binamanipula ni Russell Westbrook yung data niya, di ba? Yes. Di ba? Parang maging triple-double siya palagi. Pero kung titignan mo yung mga triple-doubles niya, parang manipulated. Walang ano, walang relevance. Ganun ba yung, ayun ba yung goal mo para to, to be right or to earn money? Nasaan ka dun sa dalawa? So, ano ba yung pinag-uusapan natin? Yung mindset. <laughs> mindset sa... So, yung mindset ni Irbs, hindi, maganda to eh. Kasi naiintindihan ko kung papaan. Actually, maganda yung sinabi ni Carl na na ano eh, na, na mindset din na parang sakto lang yung, sakto yung allocation pero mas mas frequent. 
Tapos tinitignan ko, yeah, may mga traders talaga na ganun talaga mag-trade. And I am accepting that. Nire-recognize ko yun. Hindi ko pinipilit na parang wag mali yan. Kasi nandun naman ako sa, mm, that's an interesting that's an interesting idea. And uh, bakit kaya? So I'm, I want to understand yung human behavior behind it. And thank you for explaining that, Carl. So sa'yo is aggressive sa trading universe. Kay Ears, aggressive sa sa position size. What else? Ano pa yung mga mindset sa uptrend? Ikaw, George, is, do you have something to share na parang... Si, actually, si George yung nag-open ano, nag up nitong topic na to. Eh. Okay, ano, yung uh, opinion ko is leaning more towards to yours. Um, Efficiency-wise. Um, ako, it, parang you need to find peace through acceptance. You can trade all stocks. And it's okay. Kasi ang goal natin month and year end you can marami kasing equation yan eh iba maraming pwedeng equation so that you'll as, so that you'll achieve that quota so let's say 100% ang quota mo whether na trade whether nagtrade ka ng 10 times 5 times 1 time or 100 times as long as ma-achieve mo yung quota mo and for me the lesser the better pero de- mm-hmm. depende pa rin eh depende sa trading style yan eh so there's some people na, yun nga, parang example ni Carl, okay lang sa kanya na medyo marami, pero there's some traders who can achieve the same result with less. Yeah. So, yun yung ano. Yun yung pero, mas- i-ano ko lang din yung context ni Kapan. Hindi ako 100 plus per month. <laughs> Inexage ko lang yun, Brad. Siyempre, oh, nagkakaiba-iba naman yung sa ano. Pero I'm just exaggerating it. Na... Pero totoo yun, yung data na yun. Meron akong mga traders na kilala. Ganun, ganun sila mag-trade, pre. Ganun sila talaga. Grabe sila mag-trade. Sabi ko po, tiyak, ako yung nai-stress sa'yo. Ang dami mong binabantayan. Ang dami mong, ang daming okay sa'yo. Parang five trades a day yan. Ganun nila. Oh, exactly. Ganun na tinitingin yung trading na para matawag akong trader, I need so many trades in my in my trading account. So, yeah, that's that's a good ano. Ito merong 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 nabanggit si DJ Langit dito sa ano sa ano uh, sa comment section about wider stops. I talked about this uh, parang 2018 when when we, when we were attending MMI Millionaire Mind uh, Intensive nung after after ano after seminar na usapan namin. Pero that's one mindset na ginagawa ko in in an uptrend in trading uptrend mas maha, mas mas maha, mas malawak yung cut loss point ko as compared sa ibang markets so pag naka uptrend mas malawak ka parang uh, let's say ang normal na cut loss kunyari hypothetical lang is 4% in an uptrend pwede ko gawing 8% mas malawak yung ano and in a downtrend talagang mas tight ganun ko siya nilalaro wider stops pagka nasa uptrend ako kasi mas mataas yung ano eh mas mataas yung chances that the trend will go and isa sa mga napapansin kong struggles ng mga traders is sa uptrend tinatry nilang maglabas-masok dahil na-stop out sila dun sa cut loss kapag ka, let's say biglang mayroong nangyaring shakeout or nangyaring correction na ganyan. Pero as long as pasok sa parameter ko, tina- nilalab- inaano ko lang, yung range, yung stop loss, is nilalakihan ko lang siya. 
So sa after nun, kaya ako magpatalo ng mga 8 to 10%. May question dyan. Okay lang. Sige. Yung when you say stop loss, is it a technical cut or yung stops mo, is it a technical cut or a percent percent base cut? Technical, both. Both siya. Technical both siya So, like for example, ano, isipin nyo, you are buying at support. Nasa support ka. And, uh, syempre, let's say yung buong range is, kunyari, uh, kunyari, 50%. Yung buong trading range. Tapos, syempre, nandun kunyari yung presyo sa, sa, may, sa may bottom, sa box bottom, nasa support. So, maglalagay ako ng 8% doon, siguro 6 to 8% kung saan ako magbabay. Ah, okay. Yes, no. So, doon ako mag-accumulate na parang pagka natalo ako, parang halos ganun din yung ano. Halos ganun din yung actual natalo. Di ba? Kasi parang mas, mas ma- nilakihan ko yung buying range ko. Kasi up, nasa uptrend so, tayo. Since, since uh, bigger buying range or bigger... Ay, pati yung cut range mo, Cap? Or... Hindi. Kukunyari, let's say, bigger buying range tapos biglang nag-technical cut loss. Ah, Okay. Diba? Mm, get Parang yes. bumibili ka lang ng bumibili dun sa sa malaking buying range, let's say 8 to 10% na buying range. Tapos, let's say yung naging average mo is nandun sa, kumbaga parang mas mataas dun sa, ng, let's say 6% above the support. Ang taas nun, pre. Mm. Diba? Tapos, biglang bumagsak below support. You have to cut. Kapag ka nag-cut ka, mga nasa 8% yung cut loss mo nun. Okay. Yes, yes. Parang gano'n. So, in other words, sa uptrend, pinapalawak ko yung mga ranges. Whether it's a buying range, cut loss range, etc. So, lumalaki, umano, bumubo ka, Brad. Pag sa downtrend, nagiging fight. Ganun ko siya inaano when it comes to mine. So, o, oh, diba? <laughs> Gayaan nga natin si Cap. Gayaan nga natin si Cap. Para, Wide range, mabuka, and mabuka, then masikip. Tight range, mabuka, masikip. Mabuka, and mabuka, masikip. masikip. Ayos! So that's why yung sa position size ko rin, bumubuka din yun, Brad. Diba? Kasi mas marami kang tranches, eh, di ba? Uh, yan, hindi naman, pero mas tumataas yung allocation ko. Mm. Kasi like, for example, sa downtrend, di ba, parang, oy, teka, hanggang dito lang yung allocation natin kasi, di ba, sa downtrend, meron ako mga 40 na setups. Pero yung allocation ko, manipis pa rin. Kasi yung chances of losing is mataas. So, pag mag-a-abtrend na, lumalaki na yan. Lumalaki na. Okay. So, about sa stop loss naman yun, wider stops in an uptrend. That's one of my strategies. Meron pa ba? Actually, maraming, maraming mindsets eh, sa uptrend. Yung buy and hold mindset. That's a mindset, di ba? Parang, huwag kang labas-pasok, pumirmi ka nga. Labas-pasok ko ng labas-pasok eh. Ginagawa mong, gusto mo na naman maging magpaka-trader eh. Pirmi ka lang dyan. Parang ano no, pwede rin, pwede rin ipasok dyan yung ano no, trading on a longer time frame. Big picture trading. Big picture trading. Pwede bang ganun? In a, in a, in a technical sense, pre, trading on a stronger support. That's how you can define it. Mm-hmm. Let's say, let's say ang trail stop mo is 20% on a normal trend. Mm, Mabilisan yes. ka lang. So ngayon, wala pre, matagal to. 100MA ang sinusundan ko dito. Yes. So antayin kong mabreak yung 100MA, upo lang ako dito. Yes, yes, yes. 
mga So tinatry nating i-define ng ano ng technical sense yung mga mindsets. So what else? Ano pa yung mga mindset? Napepede. Ina na trend. O gusto yung lipat na tayo sa downtrend. Babaliktarin rin lang naman natin yung kanina actually. Actually. So ayun, so yung nabanggit ko mindset in a downtrend, tighter cut loss, tighter stops. What else? Small allocation. What else? Yung kay, yung kay Charles. Fewer trading universe. Fewer stocks that you will trade. So, in other words, sobrang picky ka dapat sa downtrend. Pagka sobrang half-baked. Sa uptrend kasi, Brad, di ba? Parang pag half-baked. Half-baked lang. Parang, oh, pwede na yan. Pwede na yan. Pwede na yan. Di ba? Pero pag sa downtrend, hindi. Teka lang. Dapat, ano. Parang mas madaming times na let go ko na yan. Tapos kahit tumaas, okay lang. Mm. Di ba parang, ay, nawip ako. Sayang hindi ko na trade yan. Hindi, okay lang. Downtrend tayo eh. Yes. Di ba parang, siguro, ko, shorter time frame, yung holding period mo, mas maikin. Very good. Very good. Magandang, magandang input yun, Irv. So, so parang, mas leaning to swing. Oo, mas leaning to swing. And momentum. Mm. Yung trend following is, Kasi kung kunyari, naka 2 months uptrend tayo, may trend following eh. So, pwedeng wala na sa strategy mo yun. Pwedeng more on momentum ka na lang. What else? How about, let's say, monitoring, ganyan. Yung exposure, yung time mo in the market. Watching the market, ah, meron yeah. bang ano yun? Or parehas lang ba? Parehas lang. Saan ka mas hindi nanonood ng market? Sa uptrend or sa downtrend? I guess, depende yan. Kasi, uh, fine. May mga times na kailangan mong magbantay kapag uptrend. May mga times din naman na okay lang kahit mag, let's say, end of day trader kapag uptrend. Same din sa downtrend. It's really not uh, parang market-specific more on stock specific kasi kapag may binabantayan ka and you feel or not feel pero you you plan for that stock uh, the night before tas kinondition mo na din yung mind mo to trade it then chances are magbabantay ka talaga dun sa stock pero kapag wala namang available dun sa niya trading universe dun sa list of stocks na kailangan mong trade wala walang present uh, what's the point of monitoring the market you just check it end of day, an hour before it closes. And that's it. So, I think it's situational din. Ayokong mag-generalize na okay. Pag uptrend yung market, tutok. Kapag downtrend yung market, eh, wala namang play. Eh. So, wala. Huwag ka munang mag, ano, magbantay. So, I think it's situational. Depende sa naging watch listing mo. Mm-hmm. And, ayun nga, kung may premium setup ka na downtrend. Kasi kung meron, kasi may nakita kang stock, na nag-pop out out of nowhere or nag-watch list ka, then mabantayan mo. So, yun. Yun yung ano, one perspective. That's good. So, about sa inyo, same? Same. O pares lang. Same. Okay. So, meron pa ba? Meron pa ba kayo naisip na ano? Siguro very used lang yung mga traders ngayon na to hold on to their winning stock ngayon na bear market. Kasi ilang taon na rin tayong galing ng pagbuto. <coughs> um, um ilang taon na rin tayong galing ng ano eh. Downtrend. 
Uh, no, no. Uh, ilang taon na rin tayong nasanay sa uptrending eh. So, parang late, yung mga tao maraming lately lang nag-a-adapt sa um, trading style when it comes to downtrend. Actually, simula nung pumasok, simula nung bago tayo ng administration downtrend na. Hmm. Tiga mga herbs, tiga mga, tiga mga brad. Matagal na tayong downtrend, pre. Ilan ba yung Manic- doktok si... Manicom, ano D- lang tayo? Manicom ba tawag doon? Or ano? Nag-top tayo ng 2017? After election. Oh, top tayo ng 2017. Top tayo ng 2017, pre. 2020 na ngayon. Three years na tayong downtrend. Manicom tawag ata doon? Nakalimutan ko yung pangatawag. Parang every after election, biglang bubulosok. So, kumbaga parang sinasabi mo, kasalanan ni Duterte. <laughs> Hindi, wala. Hindi lang ako sinasabing ganun ano eh. Bigyan ko lang ng ano para madaling ma, ma, mag, ma-recall dun sa mga ano. So, Ito ay ah, joke lang. Para madaling ma-recall ng mga kapanalig sa atin. Ah, okay. So, yun yung magkaroon sila ng time, ano, ng period. Na ano, kasi 2017 yun, yun nag-top tayo eh. Right after election, tumaas yung market. Pero yun na yung top pala. Tapos boom, bagsak. And do 2018 to ay 2019 halos sideways tayo. Sideways. Ngayon tayo na breakdown. Continue downtrend continuation. Ganun yung ano. So, I don't know, 3 years na pala tayong downtrend. So, may mga nagrereklamo pa rin na hindi nila alam kung ano. So, the ako naman ang counter question ko doon is are you doing your assignment? Bakit bad ganun? Usapang ano pre compliance. Usapang accountability. Hmm. Common na dahilan kasi yan ngayon eh. Hindi ko alam kung ano yung mga setups. Ganyan. What are you doing? To know the setups. Kasi kung ako pre, kung wala akong alam sa downtrend, mukha pa hindi na ako matutulog, Brad. Gagawin ko lahat para malaman ko. Ipa-fast track ko. Whatever it is na, ano, na pwede kong gawin in my power para mapag-aralan yung mga setups na yun. Kasi ganun ako kaseryoso sa trading. So, compliance and ano, do not blame the market na kasi downtrend, downtrend. Dahil you have three years to prepare. Own up to your responsibilities, parang gano'n. Mm-hmm. Ayun yung intangible lesson dun actually. Na beyond charting. Okay, bigyan na isang bagsak. Three, two, one. Boom. So, yun guys ha. Tra- lesson dun is shift your mindset. Depending on the trend. At hand. So, bigyan natin isang bagsak. Si seriously, 3, 2, 1. Boom. Okay, so ano yung ano? Ano, ano yung next na question natin, pre? Meron sinabi si Merv, sir. Okay, go. Uh, mastery and seeing the bigger the bigger picture of your trading business. Pre, yung, yung topic na yan is something that I'm very passionate about. Pero hindi, hindi pa ganun kadami yung yung ready to hear yung mga sagot sa tanong na yan. Puro, ngayon pre, ang, ang ano ngayon is puro process, process, process. Trust the process, trust the process. Well, sa, sa, if, you, if you will think trading as a business, uh, may processes din naman dun. Tawang-tawa nga ako pre, ang tagal ko nang, ang tagal ko nang inaano, tinuturo yung net gain na mentality Diba tapos parang recently merong lumabas sa Facebook ngayon ay from from some page tapos nagpalabas ng graph about about net gain tapos mas uh, ngayon nila mas nagets kung ano yung ano parang ano pero ang tagal ko nang 
Saan yan, Captain? Tinutokyo ako sa net game. Na losing is part of the game. As long as mas marami yung wins mo kaysa sa losses mo, net gain ka pa rin. Na parang nakikita ba? Yung candlestick na... Hindi, bar chart. Oh, bar, bar chart. chart. Uh -huh. Narandaan mo, Irvs, nung nag-talk ako sa'yo? Hmm. The foundation, di ba? Inano yes. ko? Yung nag-talk ako Recorded sa Singapore. Basta uh -huh. when I talk about business, uh, trading as a business, palagi, kong, palagi nandun yung template ng net gain. Hindi hindi pa kasi ready pre yung iba eh. Nandun sila na parang uh, I want to hear you talk about setups. I want to hear you talk about uh, processes sa trading, paano mag-watch list. Minsan papagod na rin ako pre. Wag, wag ka mapagod, Brad. About sa business side of trading. Kasi iniisip nila na kapag tinignan mo yung trading as a business, kapag ka nagkaroon ka ng kota, mukha kang pera or do not focus on the money, just focus on the ano. Eh, hindi naman ganun yung ano eh. Hindi naman ganun yung trading as a business na, na context. Hindi siya porket nagkaroon ka ng goal, eh mukha ka ng pera. Attach ka na sa pera. Which is bad daw. Sabi ng mga process-oriented traders na nabaon dun sa pagiging process-oriented sa trading mastery. Kasi meron ding business mastery and meron ding mga proseso dun. Which is part ng proseso is yung pagkakaroon ng targets. The goal will dictate the process, di ba? Yes. The goal will dictate the process. So, kayo naman. Ikaw, Irbs. Ano yung ano, trading as a game? Ano, ano yung mismong tanong ni, ni ano? Uh, do not focus. Wag muna tayong tumingin sa trading mastery or dun sa mga entries, exits, cut loss, keme-keme. Let's look at trading as a business. Oy, by the way, oh, si Messi no, nandito na pala. Bigyan natin yung sambagsak. 3, 2, Welcome back, Sep. Sep, ikaw na. Sep, ikaw na. If trading, if if oh, sige, ganito natin siya tignan na growing your capital, growing your capital. How uh, pag pag nandun tayo sa konteksto ng how can I grow my capital from from 1 m to 10 m. So na ayun yung nandun na yung how na question. Siyempre, nandun na rin yung question na how can I protect my capital from declining from 1M to 100K? So, double-edged sword yun eh. So, nandun yung pro capital protection program strategies and then capital growth strategies. So, wag natin siyang, wag na natin sabihin muna yung trading as a business na phrase. Doon tayo sa Growing your capital by managing it well. So, Sep, ano yung mga inputs mo doon? Mayroon kasi sabi mo, parang huwag mo natingan sa business, no? Pero at the end of the day kasi there really has to be some sort of processes in place on how you would do it. Sabi mo nga eh, parang nakasawa natin ang pag-uit-uit sabihin, di ba? That's a hard fact. Pero... Ganun talaga, as cliche as it may sound, no, that's the way that you have to do it. The reason why traders cannot grow their capital is that they don't know what to do. 
diba? they're, they're lost and their actions don't reflect any sort of consistency in the day-to-day trading that they do. But whether it's how you would take small profits, how you would take your big wins, how you'd prevent your losses from ballooning to big losses, wala si ganun. Diba? You, you, the, the pieces of the puzzle in your trading as a whole, may missing parts, may missing pieces. Diba? Sometimes they're so obsessed with yung mga may gita detalye, such as sina, sabi mo, pwedeng yung technical sa yung titinan nila. But, but yun nga, the, the, the entire process of trading as a whole, may mga kulang na parte. What else? Irv, sigaw yun ah, kanina. Ay, ako ba? Tinatanong sa'yo, di ba? Ako meron. Sige, go for it. Ay, ito, may negosyo to, may negosyo to. The other side of it naman, Cap, kasi di ba sabi mo nga, uh, how will I grow my, uh, let's say, 100k into 1m? So, parang 10x, parang ganun. So, hindi. Let's say, ang goal mo, big picture goal is 100 DYM in a year. So, like you said, Seth, uh, kailangan may proseso tayo na um, sinusunod. So, papaano natin ma-achieve yun? Yung big picture na yun? By, um, basically, um, tawag doon? Uh, it your goals. English nun? Divide. Sizing, dividing. Uh, yeah, dividing yung, yung big picture na yun. Two um, doable and actionable goals. So let's say yun nga, 10 per, uh, 100% in a year. So that's let's say percent 9%, 8% a month. So ayun on that way meron ka agad meron agad tayong um, target per month na ibe-base natin with regards to our let's say uh, trade um, stock stock picking ganun whether or not pasok yung risk reward doon sa 8% na yon ganun din when it comes to risk how can i um, protect my capital so that way uh, basically since 8% let's say 8% yung uh, a month mo to reach that 100% paano natin mapoprotektahan mapoprotektahan yan so as much as possible below that yung um, yung ma-manage ma- natin na risk parang ganun lang din Similar lang din talaga sa sinabi mo. Pero yours was somewhat looking at the bigger picture. Then parang dinagdag ko lang na that bigger picture, after focusing on to your bigger picture, you... Um, tawag doon? Kalimutan ko na naman. Divide those. Divide it. Uh-huh. Um, no, actually, important din sabi ni Carl. No? Kasi sometimes we get intimidated with regards goals, large numbers. Diba? Sabi nga ni Kapi, ano yung goal mo na katakot-takot? But that's how you would, uh, that's how you should set goals and targets. Pero as, as much as you have those bigger goals, bigger targets, they can easily be achieved by really t- uh, breaking them down into smaller items and smaller goals. Eh. Diba? Kasi kahit naman ng big goals natin, mayroon tayong mga sub-goals din. Eh. Like, like, yeah, the power of compounding is not parang seen by most people. Yung 100%, pag kinompound mo lang yung 6%, diba? per month, makuha mo yun over 12 months. So, yung, yung 100%, nakaka-intimidate siya. Pero yung 6% per month, diba? actually, kayang-kaya. Minsan pa nga, may mga nakapag-outperform ng 6% na yun na nakapag-10%, 15% in a month. Eh. So, when you break it down into smaller pieces, hindi siya nakaka-intimidate, mas achievable siya. And mas kaya mo mag-identify na action items to achieve that, let's say, 6%. Ikaw, George? Hindi, ano, may, meron akong gusto mag-add okay. dyan. Eh. Um, ka, kahapon kasi merong session sa P4P na parang ano nangyari? Uh, yung, basta yung advice ko dun sa nagtanong is, um, 
set mini milestones. Na kumbaga parang don't look at it na parang kasi tama 'yung sinabi mo na ay, pucha kailangan ko mag 100%. Paano ko kaya 'to gagawin? Jackpot trip pa ang kailangan ko, kailangan kong gawin. Kasi most 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 traders, especially 'yung mga wannabes, transitioning to a professional trader. So sila na, ano, eh, kumbaga they are setting a very huge huge as scary goal na 100% or 200%. Pero masyado silang nakafocus doon na, shit, I have to trade a jackpot setup na parang all-in, 100% receive the trade. Hindi na tinitingnan, they are not looking at the, at the, at the business side of trading. You, have, you, can be a, you can be strategic when you are doing your trading business na, kumbaga parang like what you said, 6% per month in 12 months, that's almost double your money, that's 100%. So, That is through the power of compounding. Eh, what more kapag taasan mo yung taasan mo yung yung quota mo per month? Like, let's say, 10% to 12%, which is very achievable. So, kapag ganun, kapag 12% yan, in less than 5 months, DYM ka na. So, pwede natin siyang tingnan ng ganun to grow your capital. Na, don't, I mean, yes, it is, it is, it is good to look at the bigger picture goal na to gain 100%. Pero dapat lagyan mo siya ng minimal stone na para oh right now I am I am making 3% of my overall portfolio per month. So what is my next step? Pwede ko siyang gawing 6%. Yes, parang check para milestone milestone checkpoints, yes, exactly. Mm. Ako naman to see whether or not kung yung process mo is effective or kung may idadagdag pa para ma-improve yung proseso. Sorry, George, ikaw na. <laughs> okay. Um, I know yan yung process na everyone has to go through. Ako kasi, um, I want to focus dun sa journey. I know yung na-mention na, okay, so may goal ka 100% kasi you want to grow your capital and you need to break it down to smaller goals. Ako naman, I want to focus dun sa capacity. Capacity ng, capacity ng trader to achieve that goal. Kasi it doesn't happen... In just a year. Alam niyan. Hindi, hindi, yung parang kakasabay. Ano, ano na agad. You need to build the skills over time to manage the money na involved para ma-reach mo yung goal na yun. Kasi, ano yan eh, iba-iba tayo ng, let's say, threshold, emotional threshold when it comes to losses. And that's another thing that all traders need to consider. Um, some traders, kasi, mabilis sila mag-adjust. Perhaps, malaki yung net worth nila as compared dun sa nire-risk nila sa stock market. So, at face value, ang tingin natin, kunyari, nag-trade si trader ng 1M, eh, ano, parang, uy, ang, ano, ang, ang galing nitong trader na to. Pero, background nun, net worth ng trader, 1M, 20M. Kasi, again, iba-iba tayo ng emotional threshold eh. As compared sa a person who trades 100k and yung network niya is what 200k. So yun mas mahihirapan yun mag-adjust to grow his capital. So I think um, you need very important to remember those kinds of things. And when it comes to journey naman, uh, again, don't rush things. You need to be methodical about growing your capital. Uh, let's say every quarter or ako nga may ang sinasabi ko sa mga students ko, if they want to grow capital, let's say naka-DYM sila, um, huwag mo nang i-roll agad-agad lahat. You can withdraw all or 70% of that you can withdraw 
the rest you can roll yung 30% or i-withdraw mo lahat kasi ayoko mangyari yung chamba lang nangyari yung DYM. Repeat that twice, three times and then think about rolling capitals para lang maalis yung factor yung chamba factor na you really know to yourself na ginawa mo yun na hindi chamba you were methodical hindi lang yung isang trade hindi lang yung dalawang trades series of trades yung ginawa mo para ma-reach yung level niya and then repeat that over and over and over higher level every time so yun lang hmm. correct diyan napapasok yung self awareness yung question of why parang and yung yung end of the year review yes so i was able to make this much money or this performance bakit paano ko to nagawa ano yung mga ginawa ko para mag-arrive ako dito which is sometimes uh, now overlook yung proseso na yon so that's also a process yung self yung being aware of your edge kasi naka-hit ka ng 100% eh meron kang edge dahil 95% ng talo actually maka-break even ka lang by the end of the year meron ka ng edge dun sa 95% kasi 95% talo eh mas magaling mas magaling ka na sa kanila sa 90 nandoon ka na sa top 5% ng mga traders mag-break even ka lang pag nag 1% gain ka mas magaling ka na dun sa mga nag-break even tsaka dun sa mga natalo which brings me back dun sa sa parang interesting thought na binanggit ni Sep kanina about magtataka ka, may mga traders that can do 6%, 10% in one month, pero at the end of the year, lose it all. Talo pa rin sila. Why? Di ba parang, paano nangyari yun? Ibig sabihin, hindi mo nakita yung sistema na ginawa mo or hindi ka aware dun sa nangyayari. Diba? It's all about replication eh, or repetition. Diba? Can you can you make this again? And tama yung sinabi ni George na it's all about capacity. Do not just throw in a number there, out there, na parang, o oh, sige, sabi ni Cap, saka sabi ng mga mentors, magkaroon daw ng goal. O oh, sige, 100%. Huh? Saan ang galing yun? It should be based on your past performance. So you can, you can look at it, yung growing your capital as, you know, making a statement na I want to double my past performance. So what's your so nandoon yung tanong na what's your past performance 10% ako last year o sige this year try nating achieve yung 20%. Diba do not just 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 put an arbitrary number din na 100%. Diba anong basis niyan? Kasi when I conducted actually diniscuss dinidiscuss ko tong uh, trading as a business during the tune up workshop. Wala nakatin sa inyo na tune up workshop diba? Pero basically ay meron akong sinabi din na phrase which is proof of concept which is dun dun with uh, proof of concept na basically mas nagiging evidence based tayo doon sa goals sa setting goals. 'Di ba? Okay, so meron kang sinet na goal. Ano yung nangyari in the past that will tell me na kahit paano na sa tamang path ka papunta ron sa goal na yon. Nakaya mo yan. Kasi kunyari, let's say, uh, imagine yourself as Ray Dalio or Warren Buffett and meron nag apply na trader dun sa, fund, sa hedge fund nyo or dun sa company. And then, uh, tatanong yung past performance niya and ano yung sa tingin niya yung pwedeng maging performance niya in the future and ano yung mangyayari in between. And then ako, ako 
as a hedge fund manager, maghahanap ako, ano yung proof of concept mo? Can you show me data that you can do this? And that you did something like this in the past. ba? Kaya nga, merong isang, merong isang, ano, merong isang, hindi ko lang, parang post sa Facebook, yung about dun kay, pinost ko sa GG Mastermind, ba? About kay, about kay, ano, ah, uh, Jeff, Jeff Bezos. Bezos. Oh. At 33 millionaire siya. At 33. Millionaire siya. At 35 years old, billionaire na siya. Di ba bakit? Yung system, niya, yung system niya in place at 33 years old is nakaset up para maging billionaire siya after 2 years. Meron na siyang proof of concept eh. Kumbaga parang battle-tested na yung, yung sistema na, in, na inilagay niya at 33 years old. That's why nag-compound na lang na nag-compound. Na 35 siya, kumbaga parang nag-autopilot yung system. He just needs to show up kung kailangan niya, kung, nung kinakailangan niyang mag-show up and then na-achieve niya yung billionaire status by 35. Proof of concept. Ano ba yung nagawa mo in the past? Eh, parang... Sige, mag-goal ka ng 100% DYM for 2020 tapos negative 20, 20% ka ng 2019. That's a 120% swing. Kasi kung negative 20 ka, kailangan mo muna maging break-even. That's 20%. And kailangan mo ng another 100%. So, 120% yung swing na yun. So, what can you... Uh, parang, anong proweb? Kung ako yung nandun, tatanungin ko siya. Can you show me evidence na kaya mo yan? Kasi mukhang... It looks like nagginawa mo lang yung goal just for the sake of doing it. Na may maisulat ka lang. Pero hindi ka naman, hindi mo naman kayang panindigan or hindi mo naman kayang mag-show up dyan sa goal na yan. So, bali, wala rin. Ayun yung parang looking at trading as a business pero in a sense na palpak. <laughs> diba? So, kailangan merong, yung, 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 based on past performance and maglalagay ka lang na onting growth. Hindi yung suntok sa buwan na goal. Magandang example rin kap yung sinabi mo nga, yung paggaling sa losing situation yung trader. Um, kakailanganin niya munang mag-focus on going to break even. And I think that's one way to identify that um, your system is somewhat improving na or being effective na kapag galing ka ng losing tapos nagiging break-even na. That way, parang ano na eh, parang nabuksan, namulat na yung mata mo na uh, yung system mo pwede na maging profitable. Saka ano nga, baka nga mas mahirap pa yung from negative 20 to 0 niya eh, versus 0 to 100. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Baka iba itatroboshit niya ng factors, like psychological, emotional factors, may napakayon, hang-ups, etc. Tapos isa, maganda kami sabi mo, kasi I remember our process methodology back then, as students kami, nung students pa kami ah, though we were doing TDP, and pag naggagawa tayo ng plans natin for development as traders, taga data-driven, diba sasabihin mo sa amin, yung goals mo, check mo muna ano yung Average profits mo, sang average losses mo. Tanda mo yun, yung ganun proseso. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, in again with that, guys, if you want to set goals, diba, you have to be able to look at your data. And if wala ka tagang data, mahirap mag-set ng goals. It has to be data-driven how you would set your goals. Kumbaga, check the, check the label muna, check the data muna. Hindi pa pwedeng titira ka lang ng titira dyan. Pero actually, pre, kasi kahit 
kahit anong sabihin natin about it, kung yung mindset nila na kung yung mindset ng tao ngayon is wag mo nang tingnan yung trading as a business, parang sayang lang. Dahil hindi nila tatanggapin lahat ng mga inputs, lahat ng content. What we're doing is yung content eh. Or mga content to eh, mga inputs natin eh. Pero kasi yung shifting ng mindset from being being so much centric sa sa technical, sa charts. Tapos pupunta ka bigla dun sa um, on a much more macro perspective na katulad nga nung tanong ni Henry Tan kanina. Beyond charts yun eh. Kasi dun mo, dun mo masasabi na parang pwede magkakaiba tayo ng system talaga eh. There's like thousands of setups, systems out there. Diba? Tapos on a macro perspective Yo, parang itinaas natin ng konti, masyadong micro yung just looking trading as just trading eh. As just charts and yung mga proseso in it. Pero ang, ang question ko is paano ka magbe-breakout na kahit paano, tignan mo naman yung trading mo as a business. That you are, that you own a small business. Na ikaw yung nagpapatakbo, ikaw yung, ikaw yung primary employee and ikaw din yung primary, yung, ikaw din yung owner. Paano sila pupunta ron sa shift? Paano ba yung nangyari sa inyo? I'm sure lahat naman, ako din, ganun ako eh. When I started trading, I, I look at trading as just, you know, I just need to analyze and be good at trading charts, be good at trading patterns, and managing my emotions towards those patterns kapag nakita ko na sila. Managing my emotions kapag kailangan ko na magbenta or kailangan ko na bumili. And then unti-unti ako nag-shift. So, sa inyo guys, Paano nyo unti-unti? Kasi, ito, believe me when I say this, dyan sa mga nasa bahay, lahat ng mga kilala kong successful traders, they look at trading as a business. As a, that they need to grow their capital over time. Yung CAGR, CEP, di ba? So, saan nangyari yung ano? Saan yung idinagdag yun? Di ba, kung lahat tayo nag-start dito as technicians lang, chart traders, Paano biglang napunta yung isang layer na hey, negosyo nga pala to. Business nga pala to. It's about growing your capital. Sige. Sige, si Armon na ako. Sino muna? Sino muna? Sasagutin na ako kaso mahaba eh. Baka si Armon na ako. Sige, dito tayo kay Irbs, pre. Irbs muna. Irbs. Hindi, ganito na lang. Ah. Uh, Sep ikaw, ilang ilang months bago ka nag full-time? Mabigis kasi ano, siguro ito. Just just to put into the context of your question ah, parang ano yung point no? It really help to have mentors kasi kayo yung nagtuyak eh. If if I was in this journey alone, gata makita ko would be all about PNL, technicals etc. So it was really if you were going to ask me that the exact turning point, it was because of my mentors who really pushed that mindset to me. Lagi kayo nagbabato about context, about intangibles, about processes, about business, di ba? So, kung, kung dati tago ako, kasi nga, di ba, ang ano ba face natin? Tagong trader, nagsikot ng help, nagsikot ng mentorship, and then I found a mentor who was pushing that to me, then I would just try his methodology kasi it works for him, eh, di ba? So, so ako, personally, yun talaga yung turning point from from being a losing trader, I found someone who I can model with kasi nananago siya, and what about this thought process behind? Eh, eh, yung, kung yun yung pinupush sa akin ng mga nananagong trader. Eh, sabi mo nga, di ba? Kahit nananagong trader, 
business business oriented diba sa trading i should model after them when i had the uh, realization to accept that as it is tinanggap ko eh kumagay iba si reactant to accept it eh nandoon siya sa mindset ng holy grail diba masyado sigang kumakayon ko kung ano yung ginagawa ng mindset niya pero ako tinanggap ko yung mindset as is so so siguro yung naging turning point uh sabi ko i should shift or look into that as a way of supplementing my trading techniques So, okay. so ako mabigis kung tatanungin mo ako kasi mm-hmm. I, I was able to go full time 10 months after our mentorship. Eh. Correct, correct. Oo. So, kasi oh, nagigits ko yung sinasabi Guided, mo eh. na parang matagal pag nagsago ako. Submit ka dun sa proseso uh-huh. and uh, oh, parang naging obedient student ka lang. Hmm. Okay, that's that's a good way to look at it. Ikaw, how about you, Irves? Ikaw, may negosyo ka na, entrepreneurial ka na simula pagkabata. Dumaki ka sa family of entrepreneurs and businessmen. Okay. So, kailan mo tinanggap na trading is a business that you own? Siguro ka pa, no? Um, Siyempre, as a, as a someone na nagdabal sa world of entrepreneurship, kumaga parang meron ka dapat, ano eh, meron ka dapat produkto na pwede mong pagkakitaan day in and day out. So, kumaga parang napansin ko, napansin ko, napansin ko sa trading na parang yung produkto na pwede mong kitain sa context of entrepreneurship, kumbaga yun yung ano eh, yun yung, dito papasok yung net profit mentality na parang okay lang na, kumbaga parang, para sa business, di ba? Uh, you're looking at your gross sales less expenses tapos net profit. So kumbaga, parang ipapasok, ipapasok natin sa context of trading as a business. Uh, hindi naman palaging nananalo ka. Pero ang ang, ang goal doon is you ha- your your profit should be gr- greater than your than your losses. Straightforward na ganun. So dapat palaging ganun. So yung yung I was still under you doon sa dating grupo. Um ano eh uh, alam mo yung performance ko. Uh, I was negative 10% during that time. Kumpa parang Parang naisip ko na, ay pucha, scam to, etc. etc. Parang nagkahanap ako na pwede eksisihin. Pero parang yung meron tayong chat or nag-usap tayo na parang, parang sabi mo lang, herbs, meron kang potential. Meron kang potential to become a great trader kasi masunurin ka. Yes, medyo makulit ka, dami mo tinatanong, naiinis ako sa'yo, ganyan, ganyan, ganyan. Pero alam ko may potential ka. So parang sabi ko, yung mentor ko naniniwala sa akin na meron ang possibility na maging magaling na trader. So, nag-submit lang sa process. So, after nun, um, it came to a point na nag-break-even ako. Tapos yun, tuloy-tuloy na lang siya. Doon pumasok yung every month, 5% lang. Tapos tumataas at tumataas yung, yung monthly hit rate. From 5%, naging 8%, naging 12%. Alam ni Sep yan eh. Diba, ito yung time na nag-ano tayo, pupunta tayo kila DG para mag, ano, magkaroon ng accountability sessions. So, ganun lang. Doon ko na-realize yung point na talaga it's all about it's really all about having a net profit mentality at the same time setting mini milestones na parang oh, for this month um, since yung last month 5% ako try natin 6% next month overall profit. So, parang as a business dapat dahil kasing nag-grow eh. Ganun lang. Ganun ko lang siya tinitingang cup. Mucha, sarap ng piyatos. Ha? Piyatos ba yan? Siyempre. <laughs> So, nahawa ka rin. Nahawa ka rin pala doon sa environment. Parang gano'n, no? Hmm. How about you, so, George? Nahim- 
O sige, may konti may makakapasabi ni Irvs. Ano ano lang, ano lang, uh, kumbaga kumbaga it didn't happen overnight yung trading as a business. Kumbaga parang it is a series of good decisions or small wins na nagkaroon ng compound. Nagkaroon ng compound effect on my on my on myself. Kasi ang when we say kasi trading as a business, ikaw kasi yun eh. It's your trading skills your your business skills at the same time your 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 self mastery so kumbaga parang ikaw yun eh kumbaga it's a sum total of all of these things na kailangan mong mm. bigyan ng pansin kasi masyadong minamalitong tao yung mga small wins eh yung mga mm. kahit na ano kahit na kahit na parang no, nagising ako nang nag, nagising ako sa oras na gusto kong magising nagawa ko lahat ng tasks na kailangan kong gawin Hindi nila tinitingnan na wins na yun eh. Kung baka para to them, hindi dapat kumita ko ng pera. Tayo, hindi tayo ganun. Kung baka parang iniipon natin mga wins natin. Kasi alam natin, it compounds. Actually, medyo papunta na dun si Irbs dun sa final point ko kung bakit ganun yung mindset. Pero I want I want to hear George. Um, trading as a business, kung kailan nag-start, mag-sink in, parang gano'n, ano. Um, I think, malaking tulong yung data mm-hmm. sa journal mo. Kasi before, um, I was trading partially for fun, kasi nakikita ko yung performance ko, pero not really looking at the end goal. Specifically, na tipong, okay, mag-trade ako kasi, okay, may bumalaw, so trade ko. And I think naging part din yun ng process ng paggather ko ng data until dumami ng dumami yung ganong trades and nakita ko siya sa journal ko and I thought, my God, ang dami dito sa pile ng trades ko na dapat hindi ko nalang ginawa. And if nangyari yun, I could have made a bigger, I could have met a bigger quota dun sa, ano, dun sa year-end review ko. Once I reflected upon that and I accepted na okay, I need to um kailangan bawas-bawasan ko yung number of trades ko kasi it doesn't help. Frequency doesn't help. And yung karamihan pa rin ng ano ng traders nandun sa ano, high frequency low quality kasi they think that more systems. The, the more, more the more trades I I the more entries I send, the more chances of winning. Hindi na inisip na may 1.19% na commission. Yeah, pwede rin. Pwede rin ganun. Pero, ayun no, al- alam mo kung bakit ganun, pre. Ito, ito, ito yung input ko, Brad. Sige, pre. Kirain mo. Ako, ang input ko dun, Brad, is yung shifting or yung, de yung being fixed sa employee mindset. Empleyado ka pa rin. Employee mindset. Bakit? Para manag ko sa inyo kanina, Brad, kung kailan kayo nag-shift. Kung kailan kayo nag-leap of faith eh. Kasi somehow, nandun yung leap of faith din sa mindset. Oo. Na parang, ay, hindi na ako empleyado. This is this is a money-generating ano uh, business na. Meron na akong, sari- diba? self-employed na ako or meron na akong small business, entrepreneur na ako. I need to grow this capital. Diba? Na-feel nyo yun lahat nung nag-full-time trader kayo? Yung, yung sa kanya, kap, nag-burn ako ng bridge eh. Diba yung kinunta ko sa'yo? Parang sabi ko, I, I really decided na parang hindi na ako mag-exert na effort sa trabaho ko. <laughs> Burning mm. the bridge yung ginawa ko nun eh. Mm. 
So, so yung, may, yung, yung mga traders pre na merong mindset na the more entries I send, the more chances of winning or the more trades I do, the more chances of winning. Employee mindset. Ganun kasi sa trabaho eh. Masinipa, masisipagan mo. Di ba? Mas masipag ka. Mas magiging ka. Mo, mas magiging uh, let's say uh, anong tawag dito masaya sa yung boss mo. Di ba? And that's the re- also the reason kung bakit masyadong naka-focus doon sa day-to-day activities or day-to-day processes kasi ganun yung mindset ng employee. Eh. Meron ka lang routine, meron ka lang sinusunod na parang on how to do something. Let's say nagtatrabaho ako sa isang factory. Di ba? Merong assembly line dun sa factory and ito taga taga sulsi ako dito diba so eh, ganun lang yung gagawin ko so parang mas more mas mostly technical yung tingin mo doon sa work kasi part ka nung isang malaking system you're just a small part of a big system hindi ko yung owner ng company hindi ko yung company pero you are part of the well-oiled machine Whereas kapag ka business owner ka na, ikaw na yung system. Di ba? Hindi ka lang about technicals or dito sa context ito, yung technicals, yung mga how to do, yung mga let's say creating a product. Pag sa context nung, nung factory na sinabinag ko kanina, yung wala ka lang doon sa manufacturing plant, nandun ka na rin sa marketing, nandun ka na rin sa human resource, nandun ka na rin sa top management. Ikaw na lahat. So... Doon pe pwedeng mangyari yung shift which is thankful ako dahil malaking na itulong sa akin ni Robert Kiyosaki doon. Kasi employee pa lang ako pre, nasa corporate world pa lang ako, nagshi-shift na ako to the yung sa cash flow, yung sa cash flow quadrant niya, di ba? ESBI. Nagshi-shift gusto ko na mag-shift doon sa B quadrant which is just all about mindset. Magi-start talaga sa mindset. Hindi ka pwedeng nasa B ka. Di ba? Merong mga tao na nasa B may business sila pero employee mindset. Employee sila nung business nila. Di ba parang, pre, may business ka pero bakit? Ba't parang ano? Nandiyan ka halos 24-7. Iniisip niya na sobrang kailangan siya doon sa negosyo niya. Na hindi niya iniisip na parang, uy, pwede pala akong mag-hire ng bisor. Pwede pala ako mag-hire ng additional staff para dito. Para makapag-open pa ako ng additional branch or adi- other maka-enter ako ng other businesses. So, employee pa rin yung mindset niya kahit meron siyang negosyo. And meron mga traders na ganun. Parang nag-full-time na sila pero employee pa rin yung mindset nila. Parang I don't, parang hindi ko kailangan tignan yung kota ng company Focus lang ako dito sa pinapagawa ni boss which is trade trade trade. Watch listing, execution and then journaling. Kasi employee pa rin ako eh. Hindi niya alam siya na rin yung boss. Na parang siya na rin yung kailangan magplano for the business on how it will grow. Magset ng mga time ng magset ng mga milestones, timelines and goals, objectives. Siya na rin yung kailangan mag-lay down ng strategies and tactics. Kasi naka-fix pa rin siya doon sa pagiging employee. And isa sa malaking ano yun, blockage yun para maging matignan mo yung trading as a business. 
yun yung yun yung parang nakik- napapansin ko sa mga traders na hirap tanggapin na trading is a business. Parang ano yun eh, magiging ticking time bomb. Eventually, kapag ganun kasi yung mindset, okay, trade and trade and trade, irregardless of the um, sa potential result. At the end of the day, makikita mo if masosustain mo yung sarili mo having that kind of mindset. Kasi once you have that kind of reflection, yun na I think yung one of the tipping point which mag-shift yung mindset mo from yun nga, employee to being uh, considerate or um, treating trading as a business. So, yun. One way to start. Ito, ito madali kay Lance. Nag- naging madali din kay Irving Chin. Kasi alam nila na parang, hey, kailangan ko lang, just like dun sa business na, sa family business namin, kailangan ko lang magkaroon ng system. And then, focus na ako dun sa top management decisions, which is how, paano natin mas papagandain yung system, paano natin mahihit yung bigger goals. Kasi ganun na yung ginagawa nila sa, sa mga family businesses nila. Kaya hindi sila, naging, hindi sila nahirapan dun sa pag-shift. Inadapt lang nila yung mindset nila dun. Kasi yung kay Irves nga po siya, 5 to 6%. Which which reminds me dun sa mindset ng traders kung hindi, kung bakit hindi sila nagkokota. Ba't ako magkokota? Eh, sky's the limit dito. Nakakita ako ng mga stocks like IS 800%, 1000% in 2 months. Ba't ko lilimitahan yung sarili ko ng kota? Parang ganun. Sky's the limit nila tinitignan. Pero without without looking at their past performance na, oo, yeah, nakaka-1,000%, may mga stocks nga na nakaka-1,000% move. Pero bakit loss ka last year? Bakit hindi ka man lang nakakalahati doon or ano? Ganun kasi yung iniisip din ng iba na parang I need to ride this from 0 to 1,000%. May jackpot mentality. Kanyak ano na eh, sama-sama na lahat eh. Gambler's mindset, employee mi- employee's mindset. Pero ayun yung isa sa mga frequent kong naririnig. Bakit walang target? So ako naman, ang sagot ko doon is, okay, sige, mag-target ka muna for the year, let's say 50%, and then immediate feedback once nahit mo na yon Let's say by month of March, nahit mo agad yung 50%, stop ka muna, step back, no FOMO, wag mo muna tingnan yung market, and then just look at your trading as a business. Wow, bakit natin to nagawa? So, mag adjust ka na ulit. Or, 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 made ka na for the year. Target mo is 50% for the year. Nahit mo na by March. Made ka na. Pwede ka nang hindi mag-trade from April to December. Pero as a businessman, dun na papasok yung top management decision na parang, sige, tingnan muna natin what went right, what can be improved, ano yung natutunan natin dito. Let's look at the data. And then, adjust tayo. Is it viable pa ba na magkaroon tayo ng additional 50% using the system that we did for the first three months? So, kumbaga parang, in a way, wala ka rin ceiling kasi nakit mo na siya ng March eh. Yung 50% eh. So, mag-recalibrate ka ulit. O, kaya pa ba natin ng another 50% for the year? From April to December, magdadagdag tayo ng another 50%. O sige boss, tirayin natin yan. 
So, ibig sabihin, yung planned mo na 50% for 2020, at the end of the year, naging 20, 100% by 2020, and that's good. So, doon ka na ulit mag-i-start. Okay, na 100% tayo ng 2020, how can we replicate it? 2021. By 2021, naka 120% ka. Okay, so how can we replicate or grow it by 2022? They're 150%. And then 200% ka na. Ano pa pwedeng, o oh, sige, let's, let's ano, sa, uh, ano tayo sa 200%, increase tayo ng size. Yung value ng 200% mo is dati 1M lang nung nag-increase ka ng size, which is a big growth din sa sayo, sa sistema mo, sa emotions and everything, sa proseso. By 2023 or 2024, yung size ng 200% mo is 5M na or 10M na. Ayun na. Kung dati, ang ibig sabihin sa ng 200% is just 1M. Ngayon, 200% for you is 5M. Pero nandun ka lang. 200%, 200%, 200%. Pero yung value, kasi dun ka na nagbe-break out sa position size. Sa portfolio management, dun mo na siya tinitignan. Kaya parang kahit meron kang 50% per year pero po siya grabihan naman yung size nag-i-increase over time mas malaki pa yung pwede mong kitaan doon sa merong 200% per year pero hindi naman nag-i-increase yung size Parang may mga milestone na mm-hmm. Kasi yung edge that's your edge eh. that's your consistent Maging consistent. Maghanap ka ng parang ano. Kunyari, let's say, nag, nag-range yung performance mo ng uh, 30 to 60%. And then, let's say, hanap ka lang ng, ng edge. Kunyari, uh, 45%. We can do this consistently. Ito yung, ito yung edge ng system natin, yung trade, ng technicals, ng entries, exits, cut loss. Ito yung mga gusto nating setups. This can produce for 45% per year. Safe. Plus minus. And then, sige, how, how will you go about it? Increase tayo ng size. That's how we will grow our trading business. Mukha man siyang in, in, in paper sa trading performance, 45% ka lang annual per year. Pero yung growth ng capital mo, which is ayun yung mas mahalaga, talagang nag-exponential. From 1M, let's say naging 10M, 20M ka na in just a matter of 3 to 5 years. Putok. That's trading as a business. So it's not just about yung parang increasing yung ano performance, trading performance. That's looking at it as ano no, masyadong centered dun sa process ng trading, ng technicalities. More on how will you grow your capital. Solid. Very good uh, for for sharing ev- yung mga ano nyo. Ang ganda nung mga na-discuss natin ngayon. Trading as a business and uh, I hope yung mga nasa ano. Ay, oh, teka, meron pala. May <laughs> <laughs> pahabol. Matagal, matagal. Matagal ata eh. Pag-uula pa rin. Sige, pangwakas. 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 Yung na-realize ko na trading was a business was yung Siguro yung first year ko in trading when... Kasi, for those who don't know, nagsimula kasi ako full-time kaagad eh. Um, pero, yung first year ko was... Na-realize ko was... Yung mga wins ko was chamba. And I wanted to replicate what I did dun sa first year ko. 
para yun nga, if I wanted to do this in the long run, if I want to really grow my capital, I need to have a process, a system and that would I that I could commit to. So, dun na yung naghanap ako ng mga uh, programs, nagbasa ako ng mga libro, and eventually, yun nga, nung may, to cut the, sto- the, to cut the story short, um, when I had, yes, I had the system, nagkaroon na ako ng go-to setup, pero, um, as a business, kailangan rin mag-innovate, di ba? So, there was at point in my trading, what do you call it, journey, wherein, Um, nasabi ko, yes, gumagana yung yung niche ko ngayon sa market natin ngayon. Pero what if the market turns around? What if, nagkaroon na ako ng ano, mga what if moments, mga curiosity na gagana pa ba to kapag bull market, ah, pag bear market na kapag bumagsak na yung market? Doon na ako puma, doon na pumasok yung pag-search ko nung mga set, ah, kung pag-fit in ko ng setup ko, yung niche ko, doon sa mga um sa ibang market na ibang market sentiment na and yun parang siguro yun lang din <laughs> oh bin, bin, inikli ko na short but sweet short but sweet so it's about ano rin recalibrating and then checking on your ano no curiosity gusto ko yung word na curiosity ah. that's good that's a good word Okay, so meron pa ba kayong inputs doon? Juicy, juicy. Dami ko natutunan. Four pages yung notes ko ngayon. Four pages. Four pages. Ayos. Very good. Oh, so, thank you everyone sa mga nakinig. I hope na may natu- meron kayong natutunan ngayon ano, dito sa ating topic. Thank you and bye-bye. Thanks everyone. Bye guys. Bye.